Fred Carey's Fred Carey is a powerhouse entrepreneur who has founded over 10 companies and amassed billions in value. Today he is focused on helping up and coming entrepreneurs get on their paths for success by finding their niches and remaining confident and steadfast along the way. Fred is renowned for making it his latest mission to provide guidance for entrepreneurs who want to succeed in business and helping them achieve a positive mindset and 10xing in their potential. Fred's professional experience combined with his business and economic insights form a unique blend of educational outreach, leadership qualities and his strong devotion to his work and his team has helped hundreds of brilliant entrepreneurs find their purpose and create their legacy and he would love to share his ideas with our audience today. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Friends, I am your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional but on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Through the Guiding Voice, successful leaders across the globe share their knowledge and wisdom with the world and our audience will acquire more knowledge by tuning into our podcast for every minute than any other podcast in this space because we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for joining me and we are extremely pleased to have Fred part of our journey. Fred, I'm super excited to have this conversation and host you today. Thank you. I really I really appreciate it and uh, it sounds like my mom was introducing me here with the glowing reviews. Uh, I really appreciate that, and I hope that this turns out to be a meaningful podcast. I'm excited to be here speaking with you as well, and and to your audience. Sure, sure, Fred. Let's get started with your career journey. Maybe you can share briefly about the milestones or some snippets of your career graphs. Yeah. Uh, so I've been uh, an entrepreneur virtually all my adult life. I, I did have a 10-year stint. as an attorney in the middle of it all but uh I was doing very entrepreneurial things as a lawyer as well but uh basically I started several different companies uh ended up taking a company public uh running another public company having a couple of my companies acquired by public companies <clears throat> and I I grew one still private company it's called Imagine Communications that is now uh probably does about 800 million a year in revenue now Uh, and we have employees on every continent. I'm really, you know, it's like my child grown up. I really don't have anything to do with it anymore, but I'm very proud of it. And uh, Idea Pros, I started about four years ago to try to. I got to the point in my career where it's time to start giving back, and entrepreneurs um, need help, and I'm here to help them. Excellent. So I would like to know more about um, Idea Pros, but we'll talk about it in a bit. And before that, I'm really keen on understanding top three things that have helped you to be successful in your professional life. So you want three things. So the top three things that really helped me are number one: don't build what you want, don't build what you like, don't build what you think everybody's going to love. Do your research. When you start a company, when you're an entrepreneur and you want to go on to a new venture, find out what your customers are going to want, who they are and what they're going to want and build that. Uh the first couple of times I did things, I focused on me. Wow, this is a great idea. My mom thinks it's a great idea. Everybody I know thinks it's a great idea. It must be a great idea. It's not. Find out the people that are going to open up their wallet and give you money, find out what they want and build that. That's the very first thing. The second thing 
things are going to go way slower than you imagine they're going to go. Don't get frustrated by it. You're going to run into brick walls. You're going to have to pivot many, many times. Uh, a lot of people give up because they don't have the commitment to do what they want to do. You, you don't want to just have this desire to do it. You need to have this commitment to be able to follow through because it's never going to be right the first time. And then the third thing I learned, you can't do it alone. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter how much money you have, you need a team around you. Start out with people that are close to you that will work for free for a little bit of stock uh, and then build out from there. But there's nobody that can do it alone. And as an entrepreneur, the worst thing you are is a leader because you're trying to do everything by yourself. You're the, we call a one armed paper hanger. Uh, my dad used to use that phrase, and it, it's probably not a great phrase to be using, but it really gets the point across. You know, it's an impossible job to do it yourself. Lean on others, surround yourself with people smarter than you in their own specialties. And you got those three things, you got it. Absolutely resonate with you. You can't do it alone, and things go slower than expected. And don't build what you want. We need to do enough research. And uh, yeah. this takes me to my next question, Fred. Uh, what are some toughest lessons that you have learned in your entrepreneurship journey? Uh, are there anything which came as an obstacle kind of thing which you didn't expect at all? Yeah, the toughest things are all along the lines of the, the three things I mentioned we have to do better. But I'll give you some, uh, some examples. Um, when I was 24, I had started a concert production company and uh, we had our very first concert. I had to pay every artist double uh, what they normally charge. That's the only way they would work with me because I was a kid, still had pimples. Uh, and the only way they would work with me is if I showed up with a suitcase full of money and gave them double what they wanted. Uh, that very first concert, it rained. In my, this was in Miami, Florida. It rained 16 inches that day, uh, like, like a, a monsoon. And the concert had to be canceled. I was up all night dealing with just disasters and on different radio stations all night long. Uh, and the next afternoon, we had the concert. Half of the people didn't show up. I lost over $60,000, which in today's dollars, it's probably a half a million. And um, the lesson I learned is it's going to rain on your parade. <laughs> you, don't, you don't always know what's going to happen. You have to be able to prepare for the worst and, and survive the worst. Uh, one more example here to cut it a little bit short. I had another company called Boxlot, and we were supposed to have this new engineering project done. I had $8 million of investment in my company. And on the week we were supposed to launch it, my head of engineering told me, we have a, a major, major problem. It's going to be another six months before we can launch. Mm -hmm. I was running around trying to figure out what to do about that. How can I... What lie can I tell my investors to make it okay so they're not all blaming me? And I had a more experienced chief operating officer who sat me down and said, Fred, tell the truth. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I was ready to fire the guy, but he said, tell the truth. And so I wrote to all of our investors and I said, hey, this is what I promised you. This is what happened. This is why I can't live up to my promise. And this is what I'm going to do about it. I sent it in an email. I pressed send, of course, just as I knew, within two minutes, the phone started ringing. But it wasn't the phone calls I was expecting. Every person that called me that was an investor offered to give me more money and thanked me for being so honest and really appreciated my commitment to figuring out a problem and making it right. So those are the things that were real hard lessons for me. 
but helped shape me to the person I am today. Wow, so inspiring. And I love the second example, the second situation that you mentioned there were where being truth, being truth and being truthful and honest to the investors and they're offering you more money. I think that might have come as a surprise and uh, that, that's not always going to work. But if you tell the truth, right. then you're addressing your problems. And if you address your problems, you can fix them. If you hide your problems, you'll never fix them. Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. Now let's uh, step back and talk about uh, your latest four-year baby, Idea Pros. What is this all about? We started, or I started Idea Pros uh, when I figured out one amazing statistic. And this is just the United States alone. I don't know what the numbers are globally, but in the United States alone, Every month, 550,000 new entrepreneurs are created, 550,000 new businesses. The birth rate in the United States is 300,000 a month. So almost double the amount of entrepreneurs are being born than babies. And it's a crazy statistic. But when I looked into it more deeply, there's nothing for them. There really isn't. You can go take a mentorship class. You can go go on Coursera, one of those things, and learn how you're supposed to do things. But there's nobody that takes you by the hand and leads you through the impossible task of taking your idea and turning that into a business. And by the way, the reason is that most of those people are not the people that are going to go out and get venture capital or private equity. You know, they didn't come out of Apple. They didn't come out of Uber. They weren't executives in some technology company. They're middle America or middle world for, for that example. And they don't have any resources. So I decided to do the most insane thing I could think of, which is completely create this platform for entrepreneurs to come on board and we would guide them every step of the way from thought to nationwide launch. I'm sure it must be helping all the budding entrepreneurs who require that kind of handholding and all. And definitely Idea Pros um, kind of platform. Having a platform like Idea Pros will be a boon to them. Yeah. So Fred, I was going through your profile and I was impressed by your Brand description, fuck average and be legendary. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I got that trademark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the trademark. And can you share a bit about it? What what kind of uh, means? How can someone be legendary? You know, people want extraordinary things to happen in their lives. But think about it. Think about today, yesterday. What have you done that's extraordinary? What have you done that's extraordinary? You want to have an extraordinary life, but what have you done that's extraordinary? Yesterday, today, last week, this past month, most of us don't do what's required of us to have an extraordinary life. To have an extraordinary life, you have to do extraordinary things. You have to get out of your comfort zone, which I call your trap. You know, people look at their comfort zones and it's the worst name you could call it in the world because reality is this is the quicksand that you're settling into. And slowly it's going higher and higher up. Uh, and then your life is going to be over and you're going to reflect back one last time. And you're going to say, fuck, what, what was my life all about? It's over. I never did the things that I wanted to do. My image of me is not the person that's going to be buried. And, and the only way to change that is get up and be prepared to do extraordinary things. Open that gilded cage that you're in and fly away. Uh, and and just reach for the stars. Even if you don't make it all the way, you're going to go a lot further than you are just by doing your normal stuff day in and day out because you're never going to get extraordinary results without extraordinary commitment. 
thoroughly enjoying this and uh, this is so inspiring message actually get out of the trap of your comfort zone and uh, yeah. in order to be extraordinary you have to be extraordinary yeah this is so profound fred and fred uh, you, you mentioned about idea pros is helping the entrepreneur okay in terms of uh, converting their idea into a brand and all likewise what uh, what what will be your advice to the entrepreneurs so that they can find their niche you got as far as i know you have one life if you're 30 years old right now and you get so fortunate that you live to 90 one third of your life is already gone so find something that you're passionate about find something that if you could do this every day you'd be happy even if you didn't get paid if you can find that find your passion find your purpose and then find a way to monetize that to turn that into a business to turn it into something that people want from you then you're going to have a really really happy life um because people talk about work life balance i say screw that you want to meld your life you want to mold your life in such a way that your life and your work and your home life it's all together it's all part of this amazing beautiful creation you don't want to have three paintings on your wall you want this one incredible painting that represents all of you And so if you can find a way to dig in, find your passion, find a way to turn that into a business, then you're never working and you're going to be happy every day when you get out of bed and your feet touch the ground. You're going to start with a smile. That's awesome. And now let's uh, talk about the top 3 startups that you have founded out of 10. Well, uh, Imagine Communications, right? Imagine Communications is pretty awesome because it's really a multi-billion dollar company right now. Again, I I have nothing to do with the fact that it's that big right now but we laid the groundwork for it to get there this is an example of trying to be extraordinary and do the impossible right when hd first started coming into the world there was nothing for the united states cable companies and in fact there are cable companies all over the world many of them there was nothing that they could do about it because their infrastructure their cable that went into the home only could carry 1 megabit of data and you needed 1 and 1/2 megabits to be able to broadcast HD. And so cable companies were about to die. So I sat down with some brilliant engineers from Israel. I sat down with them, we talked about building a solution and we came up with a plan to to really increase the throughput that you could have in this cable without having to change the infrastructure which would be an impossible thing to do. So we approached cable companies we let them know we could do that uh they were excited and we got back to the office and figured out how the hell are we going to do this I mean how are we going to do what we promised we're going to do and the team sat down again no I had nothing to do with it other than providing sandwiches and coffee uh but this group of brilliant engineers created a technology that not only allowed one and a half to go through that thing which would be a 50% increase right they got it up to 4 megs so that your this one pipe that used to hold one could now hold four that that meant you could broadcast two hd signals and one standard definition signal into one household the first year 20 million dollars in revenue uh, because the demand was so great and again it's a, a, a private company still it was acquired and uh, it's doing incredible things uh, over 50 billion dollars in ad revenue every year runs through the systems and as i said they're on every continent that that's an incredible story 
my Boxalot story, uh, which is the one where my company wasn't able to get the technology done right. Yeah. We had switched to a technology company. We made a hard pivot because we started out as an auction company right after eBay. And I could never catch up to them. Just couldn't. We had better auctions, a better website, better stuff on there. Never catch up to them. They had the momentum, and and I was just way at the end of the race, even though there's only two people racing. So we turned into a technology company, and that's why this technology was so important. We were able to get it done. We got more investment dollars, and then we had this uh, company called Infospace at the time. They came and they offered to buy us. I went up to their headquarters and. Their CEO came into the room and said, I don't negotiate. I'm going to turn around on the whiteboard. I'm going to put a number on the wall and I'm going to leave. And you got five minutes to decide whether you take the deal. So he goes up there and he's writing and writing and writing. And he walks away and it's $125 million. And so I said, do I have to wait five minutes? Uh, so that that was a good one too. And, and obviously. The third one is Idea Pros. We're, we're getting ready to go public here in the next few months. We've really grown it. In the last two years, we've had 76,000 applications and we've taken on 300 partners. Uh, because of that, I'm now offering a lot of small packages. The, the packages we offered were really, really large and you had, to, you had to contribute a substantial amount of money. But now we have tons of free stuff tons of things. So I learned how to be a real kick-ass entrepreneur for like 150 bucks, uh, learn whether your idea sucks or is great and what to do to make it great for around a thousand. So we have all these price points for all these entrepreneurs that need help. So I'm really, really proud of that. And the executives that are starting to come in the company to work with me are people I don't deserve to be working with. They're really, really solid, top of their game folks that want to give back. And, and I think this is going to end up being my best company of all over time. Wow. All, all these are some great things. And did you ever imagine that they would scale so huge in terms of revenue and uh, wherever they are right now? Um, only with the first two when I was still young and, and immature and they never did scale to that level you know when when you're in your early 20s and you go take a good meeting and you you leave you're like get, get the champagne you know party and then the guy never takes your phone call again uh so you have this this unnecessary optimism when you're in your early 20s which i guess is part of the reason you're bulletproof but as we were growing them i i, I knew they had potential uh and uh certainly the the one went well beyond what our expectations were but uh I know if you really understand what you're building, your competitors, the market, the market opportunity, you can go and be a significant player. And every one of our 300 partners, we do that. We, we, you know, here's your idea. Okay, no, we got to move your idea over here. And this was the customer you want. No, we need these customers. And if you can get myopically focused on where the hole is, uh, right, you got a, a great market. It's large and growing, but there's an, a hole. That hole is the opportunity. If you can find that hole, you have a real chance of being significant in any market you want to go into. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Thanks for sharing all those uh, wonderful insights. And this conversation has been fabulous so far. But uh, let's add some spice to the episode so that our audience will get to know other set of you, friend. If you are okay. Okay. Right? <laughs> right, well, it depends on how spicy we want to get. 
it will be uh, low to me low to moderate spicy let's <laughs> assure from my side let me try the first one um, what is the best dream in your life well the best dream in my life is uh, really unachievable which would to wake up to a world in harmony where everybody gets a fair chance you know that that that's my best dream my uh most realistic best dream is the fact that more and more people are able to take advantage of the types of things that i offer you know on uh, instagram i'm posting twice a day for free my blog page page on idea process for free my biggest goal in life is to change the lives of 10,000 people that that's my dream right now that's my vision to change them in some meaningful way i mean i'm not going to go recreate everybody but maybe change their mindset do a power shift do a pivot to how they can have a better life if i can do that for 10,000 people to the extent that they will in turn affect 1,000 and in turn those people will affect 100 yeah that's a billion people yeah do the math that's a billion people wow. and so if i can focus on that 10,000 and just teach them to give back to to pay forward if you will um that's that's the biggest dream that i have awesome this is so inspiring perfect let's move ahead and uh, what is the best piece of advice that you have received so far <clears throat> well the best piece of advice that i received so far was my example that i gave earlier when i was having a complete engineering meltdown and trying to find out what to do about it and the best advice was two words be honest you know that's the best advice i've i've had i've carried it forward um I, in fact a lot of my posts talk about you know doing the right thing even when it's the hard thing and and if you look statistically you'll see the companies that lead by doing the right thing by giving back by trying to be green by caring about their environment and their community as well as their profit they do better they have higher profit margins they have more loyal customer bases the products that they launch get market acceptance faster so i learned be honest do the right thing and that leads to better results for you because you're giving better results to the people around you. All right, so moving ahead, uh, can you describe yourself in just one word, friend? Determined. And is there anything that you would like to correct in your past? Yeah. <laughs> But we don't want to get that spicy. Uh the, the reality is look, we spend a lot of time focusing on things that have already happened and that we wished we'd done differently. And we can't fix, right? So, if I went back and changed anything in my past, other than by an apple and microsoft when it first came out uh it, i wouldn't be here today and i wouldn't have the experiences that i've jo- enjoyed for many many years if you ch- could you think think about it i want to change something it's always going to be something significant right i want to do something it's going to be something significant and that's going to completely change your road we can't do it fortunately but my past is perfect just the way it was with all its flaws all its warts all its leading <laughs> it's just fine because it's brought me here today yeah that is so true like uh, i i completely understand like we, you don't you don't have been here like somewhere else right yeah makes absolute yeah. sense and uh, with that let me find the last uh, bullet out of rapid fire what is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself this is going to sound stupid but uh, uh if you're in the US and you have a, a lawn service you'll appreciate this i'd love to invent a lawn blower that doesn't make noise 
because here in the U.S., when the long guys show up and you're sitting outside and you're relaxing and trying to have a, a drink, a beer or something, and these guys show up, it's insane how loud those things are. It's insane. <laughs> and if I could find a way to make a silent one, the world would be a better place. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Great rapid fire, Fred, and let's flip back to the mainstream. And before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation. What will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers or life? If you want to have a good life and take your business career and, and, and make that your life, again, the best advice is, I'm going to give you a few pieces of advice. Number one, as I said, find something you're passionate about. But number two, this is equally as important. We have these 10-year plans, but we want to do them in a year. You know, we, we, we have this short fuse of our expectations and we get so frustrated because we don't get there. I got this great plan. Three months later, I'm still where I was three months ago. You're not going to do 10 years worth of stuff in one year. Celebrate your micro victories. If you have a plan that's going to take a decade, if you're 25, and you're thinking about what you're going to be when you're 35, start thinking about what you're going to be when you're 25 in one month. You know, what is what are the things I can do today to get me to that 10-year goal? A 10-year goal is almost like a vision, you know, for a company vision. It's something you may not quite ever achieve, but it's that North Star that's guiding you and guiding your future. Take little bites and look down at the next step instead of looking out to 10 years because you're going to fall off some cliff someplace without paying attention. So look down, look at the next step and celebrate your micro victories every single year, every single month, every single day, and you're going to get to where you need to go. Now, that, that's so powerful, actually. Like people are thinking myopically, like short term and everything has to be instant, similar to how instant gratification is uh, available these days on social media and all. But yeah, I, I, I love that message. So go ahead and celebrate micro victories. And as long as you are making progress, that is progress. Don't think too much about okay, why I'm not able to do so much within so short time. Exactly. Excellent. Thank you so much, Fred. And I enjoyed every bit of this conversation and really appreciate your time and insights. Well, it was a real pleasure being here. You're awesome. It was really good to speak to you and to share some of my uh, uh, advice and some of my pain uh, with you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. And I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation, Fred. So folks, uh, so folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. In case if you are not following us or if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe or follow us from wherever you are listening to or from wherever you are watching this episode. Also, if you have loved this conversation and found it useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's hop into the previous segment of today's episode. Fred has created a platform, Idea Pros, which is going to support the budding entrepreneurs so that they can turn their ideas into reality. So today's trivia is about entrepreneurs. You know, a fact is that bootstrapped startups exit sooner. And according to first round capital, and on an average, bootstrapped startups take about 3.68 years from start to exit compared to 4.33 years for the funded startups. 
So while bootstrapped startups on average exited sooner, the acquisition amount for funded startup is 60% higher. And although these figures suggest that bootstrapped founders leave money on the table, it is likely that with a very few exceptions, their return on investment is higher considering their sole or majority ownership in the company. So likewise, uh, there are some interesting analyses performed by this first round capital. And in case if you are aware of any statistics related to entrepreneurs that have bootstrapped and all, feel free to leave your comment in the video section or on the social media platform wherever you have found this episode. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And friends, request you to share your topic recommendations and guest speaker suggestions through social media. You can find me by Naveen Samala or email us at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. I'm your host, Naveen. Just a fellow IT professional, but a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye.